0: well hey everybody it's uh it's riley welcome back to the star wars report um had a little fun uh putting this together I just uh, excerpted a little clip of our clone wars commentary for the most recent episode of star wars the clone wars as a way of you guys getting a little taste of my reaction to the episode and if you're interested in listening to the full uh 22 minute commentary you can of course check out our patreon right now i'm dropping Every single episode of the Clone Wars Commentary series for patrons of all levels, check it out at patreon.com slash Star Of Report. <laughs> the other cool thing is that, um, that the last arc, for all of its flaws, set up really well is bo partnership with Ahsoka and why they're uh, in cahoots at this point. Um. So that's kind of cool It's It sort of gives a, And it also gives a weight To the motivation for Ahsoka uh, And a weight for the motivations To go help the people of Mandalore That we've probably honestly forgotten about If you haven't watched those episodes recently About They've been left in the, the plight Of Prime Minister Almec And uh, so the episode kind of reminds us Of the plight of Mandalore And that kind of becomes a tension here
1: So why not take him yourself? Or, to be more specific, what do you want from the Republic? I don't have the numbers needed for a siege. Without a complete lockdown of the city, Maul will escape again. That's why I'm proposing a joint operation. If we are successful,
0: you'll have A coalition of the willing. And I'll have Mandalore.
1: If Republic forces aid you in your assault, it will break treaties that are a hundred years old. Will and this is
0: where they I thought this was a really nice touch here where they get into the motivations of Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan and Satine well and, and how Satine affects that
1: I will advise the Jedi Council of this development There's no time
0: yeah, Tell him Maul's Starbuck Paul's
1: influence on Mandalore is destroying my people He murdered their ruler My sister I thought she meant something to you.
0: Mmm. Oof! Brutal, brutal. She did. But here's. And still does. Yep. But here's the difference between. But I
1: cannot allow my feelings to cloud my judgment. There it is. The council will decide what our course of action will
0: be. There it is. That is the difference between Anakin and Obi Wan. Will not allow my feelings to cloud my judgment, and that is a that is a virtue. Honestly, that's not um. Obi Wan's devotion to Satine is is beautiful. And her memory but insofar as his duty to the Jedi order is concerned he's not willing to compromise that and that's the thing the Jedi order is not where they should be and they've sort of they have they failed as um, uh, or they're at least about to fail as an organization for what they're supposed to be doing which is keeping peace and justice in the old Republic so in the midst of this oncoming failure, that's the context for which Obi Wan's devotion is to the Jedi Order is is pure, is true, but he's just blind to the or- how the Order is fallen. So in and it of itself, I don't think it's a character flaw for Obi Wan to be devoted to the co- to the Council and to the Jedi Order. Um, it's the Jedi Order's failure that Yoda recognizes in Revenge of the Sith. That's the ultimate um failure here. So I kind of like that Obi-Wan's unwilling to let his history with Satine and his devotion to her memory sway what he thinks might be right. But in the end he's convinced um to to help to help them out here a little bit because the Mandal- Mandalore is in a plight and and we haven't we don't have a reminder unless you've gone back and watched those episodes from season 5. You don't have a reminder for the plight that Mandalore was left in under the rule of Prime Minister Almec. And so that the episode suffers if you're not conscious of that history because it gives a more urgency to Ahsoka's desire to help go save Mandalore. Because otherwise it seems kind of out of the blue that she's wanting to get in the middle of it. Um, and by the way, I just love seeing the factions of the Mandalorians throughout this episode um, and also seeing bo and her... Uh, cohorts, the Owls versus the uh, the Maul Deloreans, the Mandalorians uh, in service of Almec and ultimately Darth Maul. Um, that's pretty pretty sweet. Some of the action and some of the uh, the design for Mandalorian combat in this episode is 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 done in a way that we've never seen it before, and I dare say, done in a way that's even better than um, the actual live action Mandalorian, where we see some battle. It just looks better in animation to see all the freaking jetpacks everywhere. Uh, but we'll get to that in just a minute. Because...
1: Vortex, Vortex, you're in a so the attack on Mandalore was approved. No, it's Coruscant. Uh, Previous has attacked the capital. What about the Chancellor? Shock T has been sent to protect him, but Master Windu has lost contact with him.
0: Nice Revenge of the Sith reference.
1: Not to worry. Our fleet can be there within the hour. So that's it. You're going
0: to abandon bo and her people?
1: Ahsoka, surely you understand. This is a pivotal moment in the Clone Wars. The heart of the Republic is under attack.
0: I understand that as usual, you're playing politics. See? This is why the people have lost
1: faith in the Jedi. I had too. Until I was reminded of what the Order
0: means to people who truly need us.
1: Right now, people on Coruscant need us.
0: Mm-hmm. No, the Chancellor needs you. Okay, so that's, that's BS. Not fair. It's not I'm fair. I'm trying to be. She's not trying to be fair because you're being a jerk, Ahsoka. I'll. This is the one thing. <sighs> Make a new division under socus So yeah, they they are gonna have a new division and go help out because Anakin and Obi Wan and the Jedi do want to help and are sympathetic to the Mandalore's pl- plot. But we literally just got out of the episode where Ahsoka is on Coruscant, on level 1313, where Trace and Rafa, by the way, still are, right now, her friends that she just made, and Coruscant is under attack, and the Supreme Chancellor's being uh, kidnapped. I mean, it's it's within perfect reason to be... It's sort of the equivalent of if Washington, D.C. were under attack and burning. It's like the the War of 1812. And you're like... Well, there's war going on in Syria. Yes, there's a war, and it's tragic, but like you better bet the United States military would be protecting the capital because that's in their self interest as a military. It's that like it's like if if Washington D.C. were under attack, like well, we've got to keep the president safe. Which, by the way, even then, that's reasonable. So I think Ahsoka's a little overblown. However, upon it really did rub me the wrong way the first time I watched it. I give her this benefit of the doubt. The the plight of Mandalore does make a difference. Oh, and look. Her, her lightsabers. Maybe a little better.
1: You capture Maul. I'll take care of Grievous. With any luck, this will all be over soon.
0: Master Kenobi always said there's no such thing as luck.
1: Good thing I taught you otherwise.
0: And that'll do it. Hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, Please check out uh, the Patreon, patreon.com slash Star Wars Report to catch the whole uh, episode. And we will be back next week with our regularly scheduled Star Wars Report podcast. May the Force be with you.